Hi, I'm Gabriel McIntosh, Director of Digital Marketing at CGS and your host of this episode of The Thread. I'm here with Patricia Puglesi, Human Resources Manager of CGS Edison Call Center. Today, we're going to talk to Patricia about how remote working has affected our call center staff and how we are hiring, retaining, and engaging staff during the current pandemic. Hi, Patricia. Welcome to The Thread Podcast. Hi, how are you? Thanks. Glad to be here. I'm, I'm doing well. So I'll just get started with the questions and uh, here's the first one. How has the move to work from home impacted employee retention and engagement? So, you know, it's interesting with uh, our team having to move so quickly to um, working remotely, you know, in the first few months, I would say there was a little bit of concern, worry, uh, fearful, obviously, as, as we all were with, uh, you know, where the direction of things were moving. Um, the interesting thing I will say though with us having to move to remotely and we've obviously been continuing that up until uh, this the past month or so. So we've, we've shifted gears and focused on the engagement aspect of our team more so here in the Edison office. I think personally we are more engaged with our team now. Uh, you know you take for granted when you're in the office and you see people regularly you know that you see them you know what they're doing uh, you know you know how they're they're handling their day just from you know visual uh, you know, when you don't have that visual, you know, employee in the office, you know, it's even more critical to make sure that you're checking in with them and how are things going and how is work going. And um, so I, I do actually feel that we've actually been a bit closer as a team uh, since we've had to move remotely. Yeah, that's great to hear. I, I find the, the same thing. A lot of people working remotely, you tend to reach out a little bit more and, and you have the desire to engage a little bit more to have that interaction. How are you motivating agents uh, to excel during this uncertain time, whether in the office or at home? How is this different to pre-pandemic activities? Um, so, you know, with us being remote and not seeing agents as much, I think to keep the morale going, um, we started about a month in doing Zoom chats uh, on a weekly basis just to let people know what was going on because every week something new was coming up, whether it was employee staffing, hours, you know, business-wise, uh, stores shutting down and affecting our business or, you know, moving around. So uh, we initially started with the Zoom chats on a weekly basis. Uh, and we started with one chat a week. We moved up to two chats a week. Um, the chats really allowed us to see them and, and see how things were going. Um, made it a little bit more enjoyable for the team. We had more time to check in and socialize. Um, you know, agents really responded well because we had the director on the call. He drove many of the comments. Tom Walsh is our director here in Edison. Uh, he's the driver of the calls, uh, but we would have the managers on as well. Uh, so we would have just different checkpoints and, and different topics, you know, to discuss. Uh, they were quite popular. Uh, employees really appreciated them. Uh, we found that if they were on days that people weren't working, they wanted to be a part of these chats. So we've continued them and we kind of just expanded on some of the topics that were addressed. We made them theme days on some of the holidays. We were able to afford to do raffles. So we offered raffles during our chats as well to be able to give out some gift cards, you know, just to keep that morale going and to have some semblance of our normalcy of what we would normally do. That sounds like fun. I think raffles would be a good, uh, a good way to engage people and, and keep people kind of uh, give some levity to, to, to the situation. Are you providing employees who are working from home maybe for the first time with any help or tips on how to set up their workspaces at home or, or like how to maintain productivity at home? Uh, you know, a couple different things. Every 
every week or every other week or so, I would send out various articles. There were a lot of different things that would come out, whether it was things that I saw online, sometimes from our client or from, you know, the CGS team. There were a lot of wellness ideas, uh, different types of things of, you know, how to stay motivated during the day. How do you manage when you've got, you know, kids at home, uh, you know, changing routine, those types of things. So, you know, making sure you're getting your sleep, you know, at night. Um, from work standpoint, definitely in the beginning, especially when we were getting started, because this was very new to almost everybody in our team, you know, having to work remotely. Um, very few people, you know, have, you know, with the exception of maybe a snow day here or there, where we do, we do have fortunate enough that our team has laptops in the event that, right, there's extreme weather, those types of things. But there's a few people who had some experience to it. Um, so again, you know, we really took advantage of the Zoom and team calls uh, to really make sure that people understood what's what should be an acceptable place to work. You know, um, you know, having a quiet place to work, having being able to you know separate yourself from your family, you know, as best as possible, and your pets. You know, some people don't have kids, but <laughs> they've got pets and they've got other things that are you know responsibilities at home. Um, we've done some small one-on-ones, especially from a productivity standpoint. Um, you know, if we saw that there was a dip in someone's individual productivity, uh, just reaching out to a manager and saying, hey, let's do a, a, a team chat. Um, we were lucky enough also that teams for us in the Edison office, we converted over to teams recently um, over the past few months. We, this was a new piece of technology for us as well. So it was very, very easy to really just have that touch base immediately rather than scheduling the time, you know, to meet with the employee. Uh, two, three minute conversation to see how things are going. Maybe they're just having a bad day. They need to take some time uh, to kind of get things settled or uh, maybe they just needed to talk out an issue with a call that was affecting, you know, their overall performance. Uh, how, how do you help employees feel like they're still part of a team when they're working remotely? I mean, how do you help build you know, excitement from a distance? It's tough. You know, it, it, I'll be honest with you because, right, you know, we do these group meetings uh, and that's everybody, um, you know, and sometimes we do have to kind of distinguish between what's going on with our dispatch team versus our, uh, you know, technical support team. Uh, some of the other things, and again, I know it's kind of stemming back to a little bit of that, you know, um, you know, video conferencing or whatnot is even from just a simple training standpoint, you know, when our teams are in need of something or we've had to do a lot of cross training, you know, with people learning different functions just to make sure that all our, you know, our businesses are covered. Um, really pushing for not only just manager-driven chats and not only just uh, manager conversations is really engaging the employees to know that they can reach out to their team as well. But we've pushed people to say, hey, you know what, you have an issue with this or you're you're struggling in this area in your business that's unique to your business. Let's grab two or three of your team members and have it, you know, same thing, a Teams call. Uh, you can share your screen and do small training sessions uh, using the Teams function. Um, let's go over, you know, our database management system and see where, you know, you can improve these different areas of your business. Uh, and that, that those conversations always start off with a few minutes of personal. How are things going? Again, going back to wellness. You know, you have to really tie everything in, you know, to a well-rounded uh, conversation when you're having with, with others. Yeah, I, I like the idea of encouraging the communication and encouraging people to look at what they're doing and see how to improve and doing, also doing the cross-training. I think that that's really helpful and so you, it sounds like you do a really good job of um, kind of the, the management side of it but how are you building a sense of camaraderie and community between the employees who are working remotely and those who are also going into the office you know so as far as the agents in the office versus remote we don't have a big big group like I said it's a pretty small group that's still here so you know it is important actually and it's it's funny because my 
I say myself, my gears and the manager's gears is to make sure that even the employees who are in office are also being more engaged because we're trying to social distance and we're trying to, you know, not interact as much with them. But at the same time, we want to make sure that they don't feel, you know, isolated in their own cubicle, you know, in the, the workspace that they are. So it is part of, you know, um, our daily manager meetings and our planning as well. You know, how are we how are we making sure that each person's been, you know, uh, communicated with and that things are going well for them? Uh, the interaction with the team, I think, again, just with even with the instant messaging chats and whatnot, you know, they're they're pretty comfortable working with each other. They the, our team again has we have a pretty decent amount of tenure here. Uh, majority of our agents have been here well over you know one, two, three years. Uh, some of them going on you know 10, 15 years at this point. So um, I'm happy to say our our team knows each person will. So I, I know that that connection is definitely there. Um, we're still doing some other events also that, we, again, we're trying to keep that sense of normalcy here. So we started our back to school drive. Um, while, you know, a lot of school supplies, we can't be collecting like we normally would be in the office. Uh, I'm trying to bring up some of these different, uh, and I say I, but it's really our team. Uh, our team is still trying to find different things that can bring people together. And, you know, and charity is a big one uh, here, at least in Edison. We love food and we love charity. Uh, we can't do our food potlucks because we're not in the office anymore like we normally do. Um, but, you know, the charity drive um, is a big one for us that, you know, people can still contribute and feel good. You know, each month I'll be trying to look for different events uh, similar to that. Um, our corporate team, not to digress, but is also doing a great thing right now. They're looking for different engagement ideas. Uh, so a lot of those different things are really going to help, I think, also, especially with us having, you know, partial in office, partial remote. Uh, these are all different, really good events that are going to be coming up over the next couple of weeks that will allow us to engage everybody, not even just from a performance standpoint, but again, with some of these different areas of, of, of people's lives, you know, family uh, engagement, uh, wellness for their, you know, their own well-being, things that all kind of, you know, again, tie everybody into, you know, being connected and engaged to, you know, to their team and really being, you know, um, more supportive of the company that they, you know, and more proud of the company that they work for, so. Yeah, I think this, uh, that idea of, of charity as a form of engagement and involvement is really interesting. And I think it, it covers a lot of bases. I mean, people are really happy when they're contributing or volunteering. Um, I think it's just a good sense of knowing that you're helping someone. Um, and even if it's not within the charity, but even just helping a fellow employee, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, initiating those areas when things are tough and things are difficult. And we've had our share, you know, all times this past few months, all of us yeah. uh, globally. You know, these are things that kind of go back to the core of the person, you know, that, that keeps you invested in, in what you're doing and, the, you know, the peers that you're working with, so. That's great. If you had to summarize, what are the top three most important things to keeping employees engaged during this time? Again, maybe because it's novel to us, but this team's function for our team has been exceptional. Uh, physically allowing people to have the conversations quickly and on time, in a timely basis. Just ability to, again, visually see the person, talk to the person, even though they might be on the other side of the country or just, you know, down the road or, you know, wherever the, the team members might be. Um, we've really, really pushed that and it's done very, very well to people have that, still have that personal connection. Leading into the next piece is the, you know, the manager connection with, um, you know, with our team. You know, the, the, the one really wonderful thing that I think my team does well here, we have this, you know, small management team, that personal touch is critical. Uh, again, whether it's on email, whether it's, you know, on Teams, whether it's just one-on-one, -on -one, you know, here in the office, managers taking the initiative to really have that personal touch with everything that they do um, when things get difficult to even be the buffer of some of the difficult times and issues that we're dealing with. You know, we may have a business need and we need to, you know, uh, you know, 
attack something more, you know, uh, rigidly than we normally would, still having the manager know that they need to be the buffer of the employee to make sure that it's done in a, in a professional way and in, in a good way so that the employee can still continue to, to be productive um, and feel that they're, you know, they're working for a good team, you know, keeping that, you know, that, that team uh, basis going. And then honestly, to your point, you had asked about team, you know, small teams, you know, making sure our individual teams feel that they're tied in, you know, and I think, again, uh, having that small team within our small team attitude, we have a very family business oriented feel here. So, you know, keeping that family orientedness of, of our team, I think it is critical as well. Well, that's all the questions we have for today. Thank you so much, Patricia, for taking time out of your very busy day to, to speak with us about uh, engaging the staff in, uh, in our Edison office. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Thread. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your preferred podcast source. We are exclusively sponsored by CGS, an applications learning and outsourcing company that supports clients' most fundamental business activities. Visit cgsinc.com for more information. I am your host, Gabriel McIntosh. Let's stay connected.